Hello. <laughs> I like Paul's picture. Thanks, guys. Oh, there you are. Yeah, push your uh, camera with the with the cross through it button. Push my camera with the cross through it to a non-crosser. There you go. <laughs> Ta-da! I feel like I'm a different color than you guys on the computer. Does that matter? Well, hey, Paul, I'm, I'm yellow, so... Paul, Paul, run and go get some headphones real quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could already hear the echoing. <laughs> Let's check this out. See if Can we're recording. Like earbud headphones? Whatever. Let's just get some... Um, some feedback if you don't have headphones plugged in. Oh, cool. Is that better at all? Yep. Definitely. Sounds, sounds great. Less like an echo and more like a non-echo. <laughs> How's it going, Paul? Dude, it's going really well. I'm, I'm really excited, guys. <laughs> I'm excited to see you. Chad, it's been um, about a year, I'm thinking. Yeah. Last time I saw you, I had recently um, lost my wallet. At a <laughs> Was it your wallet or your keys? No, um, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes to that question, those questions. And, um, and I was kind of freaking out because I had some of my respite boys, like the guys I do social work with. And I, I'm not sure I was in uh, great form last time, last time, Chad. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so sorry that that's one of the lasting memories you have of me. That's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it's not lasting it's the last memory i have yeah, but... i suppose that's it <laughs> and, and maybe both right so. right and anthony you look very well my Thank friend you. even if you're kind of yellow like a <laughs> simpsons person you look like a really great simpsons person so yeah <laughs> well um how's it going guys you want to start talking about freshman year or do you yeah. want to do we have any business to be caught up on? Are, are we going? Are, are we recording? Oh, yeah. We're recording. Yeah, good. <laughs> we're good. Uh, um, I so. mean, I've, we just need Paul to give us 12 years of backstory. And yeah. Then, uh, so, Paul, since freshman year, walk, walk us through a year by year, starting with the summer after freshman year. What have so, you been up to? Okay. Well, uh, you guys know that I had that male modeling dream and it really never panned out. Um, <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, so that, that summer I went back to Winslow, Arizona, the ever exotic to, yeah, Winslow, Arizona, um, to work construction with my uncles because I could either do some sort of like dental stuff with my dad, which sounded really bad or construction with my uncles. So did that, um, Got called on a mission to Brazil. I was one of the few, right? Yeah, that was fun. Me and like, you and uh, Cody and was it Tyler? That was all in the MTC together. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You and I was I was so excited to see you guys when I got there because I, I had no idea what I was in for, and I thought you know it was going to be the end of my life and all of those things. And I saw another Elder Ricks, young Chadley. I had forgotten <laughs> that, that was your last name until we got there. Um, <laughs> That was that was very exciting, and as I remember, um, your companion was like really weird in the MTC. Park. Yeah. Park was the weirdest person, and he went to my mission too. Yeah. And he he was a really weird person on my mission too. He never yeah. got normal. So. <laughs> so that wasn't just like an MTC thing. It was no. for the rest of his life, probably. Yeah. yeah. 
and I remember, so I remember uh, he and my companion actually got along pretty well. My companion ended up going to your mission, Elder Posey. Oh, uh, Elder Posey was your companion? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Right? Posey's a great guy. Yeah, so they would like sing or like rap, <laughs> like rap with each other like at dinner and stuff. And you and I would just be sitting there like, dude, the freak, man, our companions are kind of weird. So that was, <laughs> so that was awesome. Um, served a mission in Brazil for the full two years. Hibran Preto, right? Yeah, that's the one, Hibran Preto. I didn't know how to say it until like halfway through my mission. I tried um, going to João Pessoa and that's a, that's oh, a yeah. too. <laughs> oh, I know. Americans just pulverizing all those awesome Portuguese words. And then um, came back from my mission. I worked a summer again in Winslow because I got back um, from my mission before the semester started. Did construction again. Um, did film. I studied film again for like another year when I got back to BYU. And decided, even though I kind of thought it was awesome, not awesome enough to pursue. And... Uh, did a little 180 and went into elementary education. So, Paul, did we go into the MTC on the same day? We were supposed to. I got there a week late because I had problems getting my visa. Um, I was actually supposed to be like in your group, like in your district and everything. But I got to uh, the mission like a, a week late or maybe it was a couple weeks late and then left the MTC like a week or two early. So I, I wasn't okay. there as long as everybody else. Okay. Yeah. But I, I remember that you were already there when I got there, and I was really excited about that. So, so you got back um, in 2005 in August or July or something like that? Yeah, I think it was end of July. And then uh, you spent a month at home and went straight back to BYU? Straight back to BYU. Um, I, I became – like I was roommates with – he wasn't even a mission buddy back then. He was just a – a guy like a, like our last zone conference is like, dude, what are you doing after the mission? I was like, I don't know, going to school, I guess. He's like, you want to be a roommate? So I was like, okay. So, and then his name's Dave and Anthony knows him and he's like the coolest kid in the world. He was raddest guy. Yeah. 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 And we didn't even know each other on the mission, but we, we were roommates for like three years after that. So, um, so yeah, that's, so those caught up a little bit. Um, hold on. So oh, two, so 2006, 2007. Yeah. What are you doing? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I still would have been uh, in school. This, finally. this is a year by year play. Oh, year by year. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, all right. So no, no Reader's Digest. Like, nope. give, give them the details. Let's get into it. All right. Well, I think I went to the bathroom a few times. <laughs> I went to the few restaurants. Um, so I went um, – so I switched to elementary education. And the, the shortened version of that story is like I had everything filled out to be the full-blown film major guy because I was a pre-film major um, for two years, like one before my mission, one after. And I had like the packet filled out and I was in the Marriott Center parking lot and I walked down to the, the HVAC to go talk to all my professors and to like just plunk this little packet in their hands and I had, I think like a little film sample. I think you had to give like an artistic sample and everything. And I looked at the little packet and I looked at my film sample and I thought it was really good. And I was like, dude, I don't want to do this for forever. And I walked over to a garbage can and threw like my film <laughs> sample and threw like my resume and everything else. Like in a, that's, that's in, amazing. That's awesome. Like in an obliging garbage can. And I was just like, wait, but now 
I'm at college and I don't have a major anymore. So <laughs> I, there were multiple 180s to be had. And I like all within that same afternoon, you know, a question of like 10 minutes, I walked over uh, to, I can't remember what it's called, but wherever they have like the academic advisors, would that be the Wilkinson Center, I'm guessing? Yeah. Yeah. I walked in there and sat next to like, another five or six kids who looked like they didn't know what they wanted to do with their lives. <laughs> and, um, and I, and I, I talked to this guy, he's like, so what do you like to do? And I named off like 40 things. And he's like, well, you know, typically speaking, we kind of find one or two things that we like Paul and that's why I go to college because <laughs> that's how college works. I was like, yeah, no, I kind of like everything. And he's like, well, if you really do like everything and you don't, um, you're not sure, like, have you ever thought about being an elementary teacher? And I know we haven't gone, like, like I've listened to the other podcasts, and I know, like, most things haven't been, like, uber spiritual or anything, but it was, like, a, like a little confirmation zone for me. I was pretty fresh off the mission and stuff. I was like, whoa, yeah, that feels right. So I jumped into a major that had, like, only girls. Yep. Um, <laughs> like, every class, I was the only guy. Um, How was that? Awesome. Are you kidding? (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to complain about that situation? Uh, I mean, maybe there were fewer like fart jokes to be had, but as far as just the general vista looking around, like things were good. Things were good. No, when you're a college guy straight off the mission, you don't want to be around other college guys in your classes. There's nothing more annoying than other guys in your class. Yeah. (laughs) Like that. Like I, I wasn't really looking into that, so I was excited that um, it was the double X instead of the Y chromosome that was kind of my my surrounding, you know. And um, did did the elementary major did all those embarrassing classes? It was like PE for elementary teachers, and you just like imagine like your like third grade teacher, like that's kind of like what everybody looked like, and they're all like learning how to hula hoop and like hit a volleyball <laughs> and stuff. And I was just like, like wow, man, I, I really never thought about this. <laughs> it took took all those kind of classes. Um, how many how many times did you go to Mozambique? Oh yeah, so that's a good question. I did a a double major that just became a minor after a while uh, with Portuguese because I went to Brazil on my mission. So uh, through the Portuguese department, I I went and taught in Mozambique in Africa for a couple of years, um, just in the summers. It was um, super rad where I got to get like college credit, and then I was teaching at a high school. I guess it'd say it as a high school. Like the kids were like 15 to 30 years old and um, just a volunteer teaching for the summers. And that was, that was super awesome. I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I spent a couple summers in Africa. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I don't have totally, a... totally forgot about it. No, I didn't forget about it, but I, I, I've been like, like prepping myself for like yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my 18 year old memories, not right. 23 right. year old memories. Yeah. So I went to, Went to Mozambique the first time just as one of the students, the second time as uh, like the the liaison for BYU. And then uh, around that time, um, right before I went to Mozambique the second time, I met Stephanie who became a girlfriend who is also my wife now, Um, but it took some doing, you know, it was a year and a half into uh, the dating zone. I went to Mozambique and I thought she was the one. And she kept her options like really open, I guess, while I was gone. Is maybe the best way to say. It. <laughs> um, 
like when I came back, like her family kept calling me like multiple wrong names. And I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I might need to get some more background on this story, you know? So we had to shut that down. It become mutually exclusive. So uh, what, when, what year did you meet? And then how long were you dating for? So I, I guess we met in 2008. We dated for like a year and a half, which in Mormon world would be, you know, eons or whatever. So it was a year and a half later, we got married. So July 21st, 2009. Nice. Yeah. And uh, we're still married. <laughs> Good. Exciting. <laughs> we're still That's married. Great. Congrats. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, eventually, uh, did become a teacher. I teach in Salt Lake. I've been doing that. I just finished my sixth year here, uh, two days ago, actually. I'm in summer break. So the smile that you guys can see is actually real. <laughs> it's a legitimate smile. And Steph and I have a little, little guy named Joey, Sir Joseph Daniel, who turns two, uh, July 18th. So, yeah. Nice. Kind of what we got going, Chad. Tell me about you, man. I, I've I've listened to some of the actually. I think I've listened to most all the podcasts, but I, I'm still not sure I know what you do. It's like something <laughs> from the army or, or, or no? I work for Homeland Security. Navy. Oh yeah, Home, Homeland Security. <laughs> the Land Navy. <laughs> the Land Navy. <laughs> what do you do, man? Sorry, I, I do uh, wind turbine radar analysis and write reports and make maps. It sounds as boring. What's what's wind boring. what's wind turbine radar? If someone wants to build a wind farm and it's next to a radar, we have to write reports about how that wind farm will affect the radar. Okay. <laughs> it's not nice. that we know what that means anymore. It's just like it got so confusing that we're just going to pretend we do. <laughs> oh yeah, wind farms because those are real. <laughs> <laughs> What do you even say to that? That's yeah, awesome, man. I'm now the cell lead, and I have a bunch of 50 and 60 year old people that I manage. <laughs> Dang, dude, that's, that's gotta be kind of weird. It is weird. I mean, like good weird, but a, a weird thing. Like, hey, yeah, guy as old as my grandpa, I need yep. those papers turned in, please. Everyone's talking about retirement, and I, <laughs> you know how like on the mission, um, you get there and you meet other missionaries that have been there for almost two years. Yeah. Like, oh man, those guys are so old. <laughs> yeah. They know so much. Mm -hmm. Why show up at my job, and, <laughs> and I'm there for a year, and these guys have been at the same place for 35 years. <laughs> it's, it's it's like the same one. They're like they're like trunky for getting out of the the job and not leaving the mission. It's, Except that you're their boss, so they're like, what does that say about them? That like you have accomplished in like. <laughs> oh, it says they have two. no ambition. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're just ready to check out. Yeah, man, there is a reason why I do not have like a profession. <laughs> I could not be in that situation. I know, like, I, like I'm just like talking to anybody who's done anything for 35 years. You're like, really? You you did the same thing for. That amount of time, that's incredible. Yeah. I've been doing the same thing for three years, and it seems like I've been there forever. <laughs> it seems like 35, yeah. I feel, yeah, I, I like what I do, but I'm I'm also taking some steps so that it's not what I do for forever, if that makes sense. Just, um, just finished my last courses for my master's, finishing up my thesis this summer, so stuff like that. And what? Oh, yeah, uh, children's lit. So the... The idea is uh, to be a professor in something like three to five years. Like I'll go start a PhD in a year or two and be a, a professor of children's literature. 
Cool. It's like Goodnight Moon. And... <laughs> I know it, children. Have... <laughs> like, like, like the Giving Tree. Is... No, just kidding. I have three kids, and I, I read a bunch. You're like, dude, we read so many books. <laughs> My youngest is uh, almost two, and then I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old that just graduated kindergarten. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that was a big thing. Full-blown Kinder- graduation, cap and gown. Cap and gown, yeah. Pomp and circumstance, nice. He's at, he's at some charter school, so it's Ah, uh, cool. That's awesome, man. Good, good. And Anthony, I think I kind of know what's going down in your world. How's your wife doing? She's doing well. Uh, she's getting to the uncomfortable point of pregnancy now, so... Uh, That's exciting. But, but, do, you, do you know what you're having? Yeah, previous podcast, we were just barely telling people we were pregnant. Uh, we are having a little boy. Oh, and, nice. Uh, and it's not private or anything. We're going to name him Jude. Nice. Yeah. Joey Jude and Jude. Joey and Jude. Dude, you know they're going to be buddies. Come on. Dude, got to apply to PhD programs out here is what you got to do. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be fun. Dude, I'm going to have to live in your basement if we do that. So Come, come along. <laughs> well, I know. But I know, like, your hookup is, like, inherently finite, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. If hey, where do you live in Salt Lake, Paul? Oh, uh, yeah, so I'm actually in Holiday. Okay. Uh, so, like, 4100 south and around Highland. Just, yeah. Cool. And you're up in Ogden area, yes? Yeah, I'm in Riverdale. Riverdale, okay. I just bought an I Heart Magna shirt, so I kind of know <laughs> where that is. I just is. bought a Ogden is Awesome shirt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was my uh, Christmas gift this year. I put in a request to Santa Claus. <laughs> he came through. And it's just like what you would hope for. Like the heart's kind of crooked. <laughs> like, like, Dude, it doesn't, it doesn't gr- look very good. Growing up in the Salt Lake Valley, like Mag, like we made, we had so many bad things to say about Mag. <laughs> yeah, and it's all about like the radioactive water. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other humans who drink it. Yeah. Shoot, Paul, we've been talking for 17 minutes and we haven't even mentioned freshman year. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. That's okay. No, it's, it, it's okay. <laughs> Shut this down. We'll be Last talking for. Uh, let's get back to the 13 years ago. See, I'm on battery power right now since I took my computer downstairs mm. and I got two hours remaining. So that's perfect. <laughs> let's go for okay. it. <laughs> um, anything else to say post freshman year? Anthony, anything to add? Should we get into first semester? Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, first so semester, Paul. First impressions. Right? Yeah, first impressions, first friends, fast friends. What was your first couple of weeks, days like? Yeah, okay. Well, so like I said, uh, I hailed from the bustling metropolis of Winslow, Arizona, population 10,000, and that includes the, the state prison just right on the, the city limits, right? So really like population 8,000. So coming to a school like BYU, for me, felt like coming to the big city. And I know that's laughable for all those Manhattanites out there, but it, it really did feel like, like a big move, you know, the Provo, the big city. Um, but I remember, the first thing I remember, tragically, is like freshman orientation out on that field <laughs> next to DT where like these Mondo groups, it seemed like there were maybe 30 to 50 people of like 18 and 19 year old kids playing duck, duck, goose. And do you love your neighbor outside in this field? 
Oh, that hurts and, my stomach. And I and I, and I remember <laughs> that makes me really uncomfortable. And I remember <laughs> I remember thinking like 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 all of these guys like oh man this is just like EFY and oh, oh man this is fun and I and I remember sitting there like what have I done to myself like <laughs> all of my friends are doing terrible things with their lives but, and it seems like that would be so much more fun than what I'm currently doing you know oh boy I um, hear you Paul I hear you. I remember those impressions you know like just sweating bullets because I was 18 years old and I was nervous about be, being the goose and having to like chase you know another 18 year old around this big circle and I remember just thinking like what have I signed up for like I I'm not sure that I'm going to make it through this year. So that's my initial reaction to BYU. Um, anybody that you recognize from those groups or yes. anybody that you remember? Yeah. So um, I, for some reason, I think his name was Jason, but he was he was like on the sixth floor. And it, uh, I think his name was Jason, but it might not have been Jason. But he and I, we talked about like some punk bands that we liked. And I was like, all right, well, maybe like – after the duck duck goose shenanigans like something's gonna be okay so that he was the only one that i remember and i think um nate walker uh he was also a duck duck goose playing fellow um but i mean like oh yeah go for it didn't you meet it wasn't it that first day i mean you have your story about christian that you've shared before that you met christian kikamoto that first day or yeah yeah so later in the evening so so i mean fast forward like 12 hours like i was i really was feeling like oh my gosh what have i done you know like i'm 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 at the weird kids school because mormons do weird like at a whole other level as compared to like you know other humans like there's like world of warcraft and then there's like mormons who play world of warcraft and then there's just like <laughs> freshman orientation out on that. <laughs> BYU. So, yeah exactly so like so so we were walking around campus and this girl who seemed so old, I think she was 20, uh, who was like telling us all of the abbreviations for all of the, the buildings, you know, this is the JKB, this is the whatever. Um, and Christian Kikamoto was in my group and I, and I, so he's like, he was just talking to me and he just started like using curse words. I was like, whoa, like kids at BYU like using curse words that's interesting so I talked to him for a long time and um and then he just made like this really really vulgar comment that I'm not gonna use in this podcast and but he said it for the whole world to hear like in our little orientation group and nobody understood it except for me and I heard it and laughed and Christian Kikamoto became my first friend so that is the the true story of uh my first impression and and how i and i'm not like trying to like tout some street cred or something you know but, but that's like that's how he was my first friend christian Kicking. so after after the uh after the cut we'll have to find out what he says oh i'll have to yeah yeah i'll i'll pass that one forward but it's yeah, thanks probably, probably not. I, I have that one locked in <laughs> yeah it's um yeah it's just just one of those that uh I have to have to be in the the after show party, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So um, so he became a, a first friend, and then the first few weeks, I remember. Um, I don't know if anybody can relate to this. I, was, I felt like really lonely. Uh, felt like all my friends in high school were cool. I felt like the people at BYU were like I didn't I didn't understand it. College was overwhelming. Like 
my first class was like an American heritage class that had more kids than my whole high school. And I was like, oh, I am such a small fish, you know. And, um, but yeah, so, so that, was, that was probably my first memories. So what group did you jump into then? A month well, into it, two months into it, who were you hanging out with? Well, um, well who was your roommate? Paul was your roommate, right? Paul was my roommate. Yeah. Who was, what's his last name? Gabrielson. Gabrielson, yeah. And that was, that was interesting too. Because, I mean, to add to, not to speak ill of Paul, because he's a really cool kid. And I, I, did, I didn't know that initially. I, I walked into my room and he had a map of like Philmont Boy Scout camp on like his tag board or whatever. And I was like, oh, like he's, one of the, like, he's like a scout kid, you know? <laughs> and he also had a picture of um, like a 1984 big picture of big brother and it just said like in bold face letters like big brother is watching you and that's what i had to go to sleep looking at like every <laughs> night um and 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 he was he was a kid who did like a lot of drama and theater and stuff in high school um so yeah paul was my roommate which was really hard every time anybody called us because <laughs> i was like an abbott and costello skit for you know 30 yep. seconds or whatever is Paul there yeah which one I don't know the one goes to BYU no you know so anyway <laughs> um and so but but he and I didn't really like hang out much um yeah, I'm I know this is fast forwarding a little bit yeah because I'm sure we'll di- digress but uh I I remember one of my favorite memories about Paul Gabrielson is when the Iraq war was starting like he was putting up anti-war scriptures yeah. on his on his on, window yeah. that that were like arguing with somebody that was across from him in our hall. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that too. And wearing like um <clears throat> like like upper armbands about like fascist America <laughs> and um and like, like walking across campus like in combat boots but yeah, like that's the anti- least expected thing like anti-combat boots you know like uh he he was a cool kid it just it was just like there are a few beginning hiccups that were like, I, yep. I just I just kind of wrote him off early and then I had to come back and be like, Oh, you're awesome. So yeah. I, we also, all, a bunch of us went to see a play that he did near the end of the year where it was like about Stalinist Russia. Yeah. Gulag archipelago kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah and he was like one of the leads. His right. There's like a walk on, um, like a walk on thespian, I guess. And he, <laughs> he killed it. So yeah. Um, yeah. Other quick friendships. I remember how I became friends with Joey, uh, and he was probably one of my first like real friends outside of Christian. Um, I, I remember it was like a Friday night, and I think the mode like everybody was was dating and, or going out on dates. Um, I remember like that was what happened. Everybody who was, was who was jo- Joey's roommate? Uh, he had a roommate who only lasted like a few months or something. No, like a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Yeah, and his his roommate left within the month. What um, was his name? Do you guys remember? I don't remember. I don't. So but Joey Joey ended up with this room by himself for the rest of the year. That was really yeah. Spartan, you know, like. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, predictably unpredictable, and um, so. I remember like there was music coming from his room and it was, I remember like sitting in my room and it would be Friday night and 
like feeling like I didn't have friends to talk to and even like my instant messenger was like not blinking anybody in Arizona and I was just like oh gosh what am I gonna do and I heard music coming from his room and I walked down there and I remember that was really hard for me just because uh just like hey you want to be friends like I felt like I was six again you know and so, but I walked down to his room and I heard that he was like listening to something um was it, was it watched, not live? He listened to so much live he listened back to, then. He listened to so much live back then. It probably <laughs> was. And because I was kind of a grunge aficionado, I, I was like, dude, yeah, like, uh, I know this band. He's like, oh, come in. And he just told me about how like, he'd lived in 50 countries and his dad was a doctor that we later found out was like actually working for the CIA or something. And it was, it was just gnarly. Like his, Everything about his story was cool. He told me that it was a drummer and I brought him some tool CDs because they had like the craziest drummer ever. And and then we became friends. And that's kind of how I got jumped into uh, like that circle, the Chris Costello circle, the Dallin circle, probably even with you to some extent, Anthony, by way of Joey. I think he was the one who kind of welcomed me in. So he, yeah, he and then Christian were like some of my tightest buds early on, I think. I remember that you liked Pearl Jam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I, I never liked Pearl Jam. <laughs> for sure, Pearl Jam has to be like the closing credit. Piece. I know, and I'm really sad about it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I think we met, I think you and I like had some Venn diagram crossover with like, I mean, we both loved Radiohead and that was, that was kind of huge. So yeah, we, we had some, but that is true. I do love Pearl Jam to this day, you know. Hey Paul, I'm going to find out how we're related. Yeah, please do. So what's your grandpa's – Grandpa Ricks, what's his name? Welby Ricks. What's your – do you know your great-grandpa Ricks' name? Welby's dad Ricks. No, I, I don't pass that. Okay. Actually. I'll figure it out for us. And we'll okay. find out how we're related. No, I'm, I'm excited. Excited. Our, our children should probably never marry. Like they'll have, <laughs> you know, weird no, – no branches on their tree or whatever. So yeah. Yeah, and I have three boys. So. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that probably won't work out very well. Okay. Not, not on. How are your grades? Paul? My grades? Um yeah, in listening to <laughs> your podcast, I think I think I might have been somewhat of an anomaly within you Q Hall. You didn't stop going to classes and you I, pretty- I I mean, I passed a majority of my classes, and I think. Well, you had classes that you liked. You were like a yeah. film classes and things yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Like I, um, yeah, I, I think I did okay. I got a C plus in American Heritage. I remember that was a, a big shock to my system because I'd never gotten a like a bad grade like in high school, so I, I got a C plus, and that was really hard. Um, I think I ended like the. I, that first semester, like a three five or well, or getting a getting a C plus and not going to class is makes you happy, but getting a C plus and studying really hard and going to all your classes can make you pissed off. Oh yeah, like well, that was exactly <laughs> it because I went to this. Uh, it was Professor Latimer. I don't know if you guys remember that name at all, but he was like the guy who would pretend that he wasn't Mormon yeah. for like four months, and then at his last lecture is like guess what guys i'm mormon i'm like yeah. dude that's like that's a stupid lecture like <laughs> aren't you supposed to teach us about like abraham lincoln so anyways um i, I, I think just, there I, should be a podcast about just how dumb american heritage was in our <laughs> freshman year yeah well <laughs> it was I, the worst I, I heard people had like lectures about how like spongebob was like propaganda that people shouldn't be watching and like all sorts of 
just really dumb, not college level material. Yeah, I stopped going because I realized that it was the, the TAs that taught you everything that you needed to yeah. know for the test. And the lectures were pointless. Yeah. But, I don't think I ever picked up on that like that first semester. I was like, why am I doing so poorly? I watch all the SpongeBob videos. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just, I, that, I remember that class really torched me. I, that was a hard one for sure. And I remember um, there was a kid in our ward. I don't think he was on our floor, but a kid in our ward dressed up like in, in MC Hammer clothes one time in American Heritage <laughs> class. Was it uh, Chris Ewan? No, uh, I had, no, I had, I had, that would have been more appropriate perhaps. But he, uh, I had a class with him. I took a political science class with him the second semester and like he just yelled a lot in that class. It was, <laughs> I um, had American Heritage with him and he, he would be the one of one of the kids that goes up and talks to the professor after the lecture. Yeah. You know, there's a huge group of 20 yeah. students that surround yeah. the professor that want to put in their two cents yeah. or whatever. So tell us more about how America's God's country. Yeah, so there were some, some suck-ups for sure. But no, I <laughs> – oh, man. I, I, it was the same kid who would always play the piano like in the like the foyer. <clears throat> that was it Jared Geddes? Um, could have been a Jared. I'm, I'm not sure. He would play the piano. He was, was, in, my, he was in my ward after freshman year, and he played the piano a lot. Too. Yeah, there was a there was a kid who played piano a ton, and he dressed up as MC Hammer. I remember that. <laughs> not not as like a highlight, but I just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, I guess how many? I guess you already talked about your film school. I had that too. Do you still have your movie that you made freshman? Your Desert with Joey movie. Yeah, I I don't think I have it. Um, I think it's on an Arizona file somewhere, like on a jump drive that's at the bottom of an underwear drawer somewhere. But I, I haven't I haven't watched those in a long time. I, I had it as a Divix file for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Divix. Yeah, those, that was big so we could watch like, oh, right. like still like 200 movies off the network. Or I've forgotten about Divix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in, wow, I've totally forgotten about that. Yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, I, I have those videos somewhere, but I, I don't know where they are. I haven't seen them in a long time. Do you make any movies anymore? Um, just little documentaries about like sixth graders because I'm a sixth grade teacher and I kind of just like compile footage and then at the end of the year I'm like, hey guys, this is something kind of crazy. Check out how much you've changed and then it's just these funny little interviews with 12-year-olds and all the, the crazy crap that they say. So that's about the extent of my film career. Oh, I end... Uh, just disgusting amounts of footage of my little boy also he's our first kid so he's got thousands and thousands of hours of video footage for sure that's about the extent of it i guess i remember that you put a, a pirated radiohead song on that movie's credits or whatever uh-huh yeah it was a pre-release yeah of, right of hail to the thief um yeah <laughs> there were like there were certain songs i think it was missing one track and then uh, one of the other tracks in, in between wasn't like a full-blown finished one, but I think that was an Anthony gift to me. That, that, <laughs> sure. that pirated version of the album is still the only version of the album that I have. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah, because I remember you had that, and like, uh, I think it was like a live, um, 
Ben Folds album, but it was all messed up. Like the Ben, Folds, like every time, like that they would clap, like it wouldn't go like just seamlessly into the next. Oh track. yeah, it had like a two second gap between yeah, tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that one? Good times. <laughs> so what um, else, guys? What else do we talk about on these oh, podcasts? We talk about lots of things. I mean, I mean, we're still first semester. What? I mean, I need to hear your first impression of Chad and then your first impression of me. Like what what your first memory of Chad is and your first. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, no, those those are good. My, I, I know, I remember my first impression of you, Anthony, because um, we were, I was waiting uh, wherever you get, man, what's it called? I'm, I Morris forgot. Center. Morris Center. Yeah, waiting in the Morris Center lobby, getting an Ethernet connection put, in, put into my computer because it didn't have one. Yep. I remember like, like getting to college and be like, I can't get internet. What's it was only on? set up for dial-up. Yeah, exactly. Like it was only set up for like Stone Age internet or whatever. So I was waiting in a lobby with like... Like why won't my phone cable fit into this? What's <laughs> yeah, this Ethernet? It's too big. Uh, yeah, so like I, I was trying to figure that out, and like my genius roommate Paul is like, "Dude, you're stupid. You need to get an Ethernet cable." I was like, "Oh, what's that?" And he explained <laughs> it to me, and I went in the lobby, and I remember seeing this really small person, and <laughs> uh, he was surrounded by people who were not small, and all of them were talking, and then this small person just started talking like Darth Vader. He's like, well, this guy is like, blah, blah. And I was just like, whoa, how can such a huge voice come out of such a small person? A low and, voice, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't know who you were. And I think it was probably a month or two before I even like actually spoke to you, but I right, remember right. that that was my first impression of you, that you were, um, a small person with a huge voice. And and later we met because I think you were uh, listening to Audio Slave or something. I was like, dude, is that Soundgarden? You're like, no, it's like Rage and Soundgarden put together and we became friends. Or maybe it was a Radiohead thing or something. But that's um, – so that's how that happened. In my-